all of these little extra things that go above and beyond because people are on vacation also, they don't, and I'm the same way. I'm totally guilty of buying me like $11 Voss water out of the mini bar and regretting it the next day. But people are super stoked that you have all of these extra things to choose from. What's up, everybody? My name is Mike Shogren here with my co-host, Emmanuel Pani. We're part of a group of specialized real estate investors you've probably never heard of. We didn't start with deep pockets or wealthy families, and we don't rely on 401ks, mutual funds, or traditional real estate investing. In fact, many of us don't even own the properties that fund our freedom. If you ask the money experts out there, they'd say what we do is impossible, yet it's happening every single day. It's happening through a new niche called short-term rentals. We are Short-Term Rental Nation, and these are our secrets. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Short-Term Rental Secrets Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Shogren, here with my main man and brother from another mother, Mr. Emmanuel Pani. What's up, B? My brother, how are you today? I'm good, man. I'm great. How are you doing? We listed, I am so like, I have never end of getting surprised by how well short-term rentals work. And like we listed a property yesterday um, for my good friend, John Huber, that you know very well. Um, listed it yesterday, like got photography back. I woke up this morning to a booking. And by the time I was done with the gym, I had another booking. And I'm just like, this is the sauce. Like, I don't know why anybody's not doing it. Like, you know what I mean? Like every time I'm like, and like I sent it, we have a chat with his wife. It's me, him, his wife, and oh, Tasha. So we send the screenshots there. And first of all, that as a, it just makes me happy because it's just like, he's a friend, but he's also a client, right? So making money for our clients makes us happy, right? And his wife immediately was like, oh, I like this so much better than long-term rentals. I'm like, yeah. I've been telling you that for a while there, honey. Like, like this, this is why we've been like, this is why we've been talking about it, right? But it just, it's just so amazing because, you know, like the other properties I know, and every time you launch a new property, even with all the properties that we have done, you're like, okay, hopefully the copy is good. Hopefully, like we're not charging too much for this. No, like the cleaning fee is a lot slightly bigger place. So our team is charging a little bit more for cleaning. So you're like, I hope it books. And then literally, I woke up this morning. I'm like, oh, awesome, thirty five hundred dollar booking overnight. I'm like, it is a good there day. You, go. yeah. you know, yeah. So super happy, super happy for our 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 client and friend. But just overall, just such a great reminder of like the power in what we do. You know, when you do it right, right. When you yeah, do it exactly. Because right. I got somebody sent me a DM yesterday, listener of the podcast, and they're like, "Hey, um, we've been uh, our property's been listed down on the Panhandle in Florida for a couple months, and we're not getting any traction." And I was like, "Well, what are you doing?" And they were like, "Well, we're having an evolve manage it." And I was like, "Well, that's mistake number one." Um, and no, no offense to them, but like they just have so many listings, and their service is limited. Like they're doing a very limited thing. I'm like, if you really want to maximize it, listen to the show. Like one, it's going to start with how you're furnishing it, how you're photographing it, how you're creating a listing, how you're pricing it. Like all those things that you don't have that control when you're outsourcing a lot of the management. So like mm-hmm. it's kind of on them and you're kind of out of the loop. So if like, if you really want to take the reins, like learn how to self-manage or hire a smaller local company that knows that market like inside and out. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's, and that's myself. Like I went to lunch yesterday with somebody um, that actually, and I know he listens to the show, so I have to give it to him. So he came to our 
local meetup. And I know that our market is changing just because of the local meetup. I used to be the only Airbnb person, right? And then as we went around the room this past month, six people were like, I want to do Airbnb. I'm like, great. And so we're there talking and like, I, I, I go to the end and he's like, yeah, I would love to pick your brain. And like, and I've started saying this to everybody. I'm like, I am always available for you, but I would love for you to listen to all of the episodes of the show because we talk about everything on there. And like, I love very different to you. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't do coaching. Like that's not, that's not my cup of tea. Right. So like I give back doing this show. And then if you're willing to educate yourself and listen to the show, I am more than happy to talk to you, right? So two and a half weeks later, he texted me. He's like, hey, I listened to all the show. I'm like, holy shit, nobody has done that before, right? So many people ask you for your time and then you put a little hurdle and they're like, ah. So first things first, I am acknowledging you, Nick, for actually listening to all the episodes. Um, but I think that's funny is then, then the conversation was about management and what's counterproductive in me telling you to listen to all the episodes of the show is that now you know that you can do this yourself. But at the same time, then you understand where my value comes in. And that's the conversation I had with him yesterday. It's like, yeah, you can do it yourself or you can pay somebody to do it for you full-time, like bring somebody in-house. But you don't, like you've listened to the show, but I know what I'm doing. So it's, it all depends on how much time you're willing to put into the business and what is your highest and best use. He does a bunch of stuff. So my hope is that he'll realize and putting this in the air so the universe is going to take care of me but the he'll realize that our our fee is worth it because we know what we're doing right like john made money less than 24 hours from listening to his property just because our copy is on point our pictures are on point we know what we're doing but it's funny like so i'm super grateful and i love so many people reaching out wanting to like meet for like turning properties over two vacation rentals. So I just think it's such a great time overall. And congratulations to you for closing on your house. Yeah, finally closed on the Florida house. So super pumped. I've already got contractors in there today. And uh, yeah, I'm excited. It'll be a good one. So be I want to get yeah. into it because uh, we've it. got a very special guest on the show today. Today we've got Annie Sloan. And so she's an Airbnb host, but she's also the CEO and co-founder of the host company. Very, very cool company. What they do is they add mini bars, gift shops, and concierge services to short-term rentals. So they help hosts make more money from every booking and help curate a better guest experience. So they have technology that's always free for hosts, and they have a community of over 10,000 hosts that's actively supporting the short-term rental space with advice and news. So without further ado, Annie, welcome to the show. Hey, guys. I'm so excited to be here because everything you're saying and for people who can't see this i'm just over here nodding i'm like yep that yep that too i'm constantly saying to people why aren't you doing this <laughs> so crazy i love it i love it so why don't you kind of walk us back how did you get involved with short-term rentals so i have been a short-term rental host uh i'm i'm an og short-term rental host uh i have lived i lived in san francisco for about 20 years and now i'm in oakland so kind of the burbs of san francisco and the first house that I rented out was in 2007, first through Craigslist and then through Airbnb as it grew. Uh, and over time, I've rented out, I'm a, I'm a big traveler, so I've rented out my primary home uh, and gone to travel. Uh, and then I also own uh, an Airbnb in Joshua Tree as well. 
Uh, and my co-founder, yeah, my co-founder, um, which talk about Joshua Tree and how nuts it is going. I'm sure you guys talk about that too. Uh, but my co-founder, Michael Hubbard, hi, Michael. Um, he is a mega host. Uh, he and I, this is just some backstory. He and I used to work at HGTV together. We were producer directors at HGTV. Um, and we worked on every show with a great plot, plot or a threadbare plot. I'm sure you've seen those shows on HTV, we've worked on Landscape Smart, Design to Sell, Design on a Dime, Curb Appeal, et cetera. So uh, Michael, after many years at HGTV, he uh, left with a designer and they started a new company where they started flipping houses. Um, and they the first houses were like, you know, shacks out in the desert, mostly Tahoe, Joshua Tree, Death Valley, et cetera, uh, flipping them, furnishing them and selling them as a ready to go short-term rental. So uh, people could buy that, hand them the keys and say, hey, do you want us to rent this out tomorrow? So they simultaneous to uh, creating a, a real estate company that has just grown and grown with bigger and bigger flips, created a property management company at the same time, uh, which again, has just grown and grown. It's mostly in California. So it's just been going nuts, particularly in the desert areas. Um, and uh, Michael came to me about two years ago and said, hey, um, all of our guests ask the same questions. And I'm sure it's the same for you guys, right? Um, can I buy these mugs? Where do I find beer at two in the morning? Um, uh, what is the best place to get pizza? And you can put so many things in your guidebooks, right? But you're still gonna get a lot of these questions about this, that, and the other. Hey, I really need sunblock, but I'm in Death Valley and the closest store is 30 miles away. Hey, do you have extra phone chargers, et cetera, right? So he came to me and said, um, how can we automate this process so that the guests are happier and that our property managers and our property management company is happier also because we're automating a lot of these things. Even in the future, everyone always asks to get tickets to the same thing, right? So not exactly Airbnb experiences, but every person that comes here wants tickets to this thing. So if we can integrate with that ticket provider and we can take a cut of that because we are spending our time, which is money for our property managers recommending those services, but we're not getting anything back for it. Um, and throughout this whole time, myself being a host, uh, prior to the host co, I was a creative director at Facebook. And prior to that, I was a creative director at Twitter. I'm a total Bay Area eye roll. I've also worked embedded in technology at Airbnb, at Google, uh, you, Nike, you name it. Uh, so it's it's been a really nice marriage with Michael and I. And he and, he and I have also been travelers. We've traveled through India together. We've traveled through South America together. So um, we're a good, good partnership between the two of us. That's awesome. I love yeah. it. So you guys, you guys sound like the group I would want to go have a beer with and then just see where the night goes. Like, I feel yeah. like you have a lot of fun and, and I really think you should try to do a little bit more with your life. I don't think you've worked in that place. <laughs> Done, done enough thing that's a typical typical bay area person right like i saw a video of, of on i don't remember where i was but like it's like oh thrift shopping in the bay area is horrible because then and you see all of the hoodies that are in the thrift shop and they're like google and then it's like yeah, aws and it's like so the entire thrift shop is just gear from all these huge huge companies out there um I love it. And I love the idea of like bringing, because that's also like hospitality. Like it's, it's what's missing from hotels. Cause I am that person that goes to the hotel lobby. I'm like, it's two o'clock in the morning. Where, where do I get a beer now? Right. Like the bars have closed. Like 
give me a beer, right? Like where, where do I find it? And I think that's missing in, in, in vacation rentals, but as we go more mainstream, um, people expect it, especially in like Joshua tree, I guess, like that's, that's a very remote area. So it's super smart that you guys are doing it. So how does it, how does it work? Like how, like so, what's the, what's the system? So, um, and that's actually something right before that too, uh, you know, the, the people who go to short-term rentals are generally the, the, the biggest pool of that demographic is what the 25 to 35. And as they get older, they want more of those amenities. They want a midweek cleaning. They want room service. So what we're offering, and some of our hosts are even starting to offer that you can buy a midweek cleaning before you even get there. Right. And just, you know, upcharge on that. Um, so it's just opening up Airbnbs and all other short-term rentals, right. To more people, uh, how it works is hosts jump on the website and hit create a store. Uh, and it's a really fast onboarding process. It's about two minutes. You add your name, you add your email, and then you create your first store. So you add, Hey, here's the name of my store. Let's say Annie's cozy A-frame. Um, here's a picture of my store. And then you can start adding items. I want to add these four items. Now you'll see some items that you can add that are completely passive income. Oh, these four things from, let's say it's Oregon, right? From the made in Oregon store that everyone is going to get shipped home. I'm going to add those. So you'll be able to add services for that area too, like Drizzly alcohol delivery, or, Hey, this is the best grocery store that delivers in town through Instacart, right? Um, you hit create store. It will offer you some options for um, a sign. So we have a couple of design signs. I'll show you a picture. Um, and it comes your, your custom QR code for the people that can't see out there. It says, uh, open the mini bar and store. So you can put this in your, um, in your guidebook. You can put a couple of items out on the counter with this. Uh, you can just use the QR code and put it on a couple of things. Um, it also gives you a link. The system gives you a link that you can message to your guests. So some people don't even bother with printing it out. They just message their guests, auto message guests an hour after check-in. Hey, if you need anything, we have a store. So it's really positioned as a a value add rather than, hey, buy, you know, buy stuff, buy stuff, right? Um, it's very, very quick. It's very easy. It's web-based so that nobody needs to download anything. Um, on the guest side, the guest opens that store and they simply see, and I'll send you guys this after this, um, cards for what is in the store. And it says, you'll receive information on where these items are after checkout. Um, guests don't even need to read, right? Because it's cards. You can hit a plus, 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 PayPal, it emails you a receipt. Here's where these items are. Um, we have found, and you guys have probably found this too. Um, if you are a guest in an Airbnb, you are either tired or drunk or both. There's like <laughs> almost nothing unless you're a child outside of that window, right? So if you're going to order something, um, you need to be able to do it quickly. You know, if it's, it's 2 a.m. after a wedding and you want some Oreos and a bar of filtered water, you're not going to download an app and input a code. It's very simple and very fast and something that uh, guests can continue to come back to when they go, oh, cool. I didn't know they had alcohol delivery in here. Or, hey, uh, look at these cool Pendleton blankets. Uh, these are awesome. And we're not going to have time to, um, we're not going to have time to go to downtown to get them. Let's get them shipped home. So how does, how does the delivery of it work? So say like you were using the example of um, <clears throat> Sunblock, which that's such an easy sell. Like. I know I don't want to pack sunblock in my suitcase. So I'm like, yeah, if I got to spend 10 bucks on sunblock or whatever, like I'm game. So say I, I go and I buy the sunblock, how do I get it? Like where, where do I find it? So the top things that are in the store are things that are already stocked in the Airbnb. Uh, so right after you click 
buy sunblock, you will get an email receipt. You just sent $10 via PayPal or Apple Pay uh, and it has a description of where those items are. So those items are generally in a stock closet or they're in the garage or they're just in a place that isn't um, super visible. So people don't go, oh, this is just free stuff, right? Um, on your receipt, it'll say, those are on the top shelf in the garage. You know, please take what you've purchased. Uh, and it also says, items missing will be charged to guests. So that's another theft prevention measure. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. yeah, so it's kind of like an honor system, right? So either if you have people buying it way ahead of time, your, your, your actual cleaning team can put it out for them. Or if they're buying it on the spot, it's, it's like an honor system of like, yeah, kind of like we've got taught in the hotels, right? Like, you know, they should take stuff from the hotel. They'll either you tell them what they're going to charge you for it. So there's not, not much around it. Um, so I am super interested in, so you were saying that then some people have been able to use it to sell additional things. What are some of those things that you're seeing? Because I think there is a great potential for upsell with listings. Um, so what are some things that you guys are seeing on your side? Uh, so midweek cleaning is something that, and we're just about to add this to, um, to the actual calendar feature, but hosts have already been hacking it to add their own pre-order items. Midweek cleaning, uh, very basic grocery stocking. And they'll say, here are the 10 items we add, right? Um, we've had hosts say, tarot read, we wanna come in and do a tarot reading. Definitely we'll come in and we'll cook a breakfast. These are for hosts that are on site, right? Um, or their property manager is really involved in doing these things, um, adding fresh flowers before they arrive, decorating for a birthday party before they arrive, adding, this is going to sound so funny, but adding bachelorette party uh, decorations, because if you're flying, you're not going to bring all these things with you for the bachelorette party. So we've talked to hosts in particularly in Nashville and New Orleans who've said, yeah, I can offer that in advance, but if I have a box in my in the stock closet or a box in the garage every single you know it's it's a party pad really right every single group's gonna buy that something that everyone will buy a box of colored wigs it's so funny and and colored sunglasses right because it adds to the experience of your trip and if you're like you know five gals or even five guys you're like oh that's gonna be that's gonna be you know 12 bucks each if we go in on it pretty much everyone's gonna buy it and you can you can get that box for $30 on Amazon, which we recommend tons of products on our website. We also send out weekly emails of what's selling, but you can buy that on Amazon for $30 and you can charge $120 for it. And guests are so stoked that you have it on site. We have guests starting to leave reviews saying they have the store. Why don't other Airbnbs have the store, have a store, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because that's the thing, right? Like it's, it's what's amazing about our industry is that the more people come in with all their different unique kind of like background and past history. The industry is so new that you can come in and be a disruptor or come in and create a new level of what's expected. Right. And I think especially like out there in like oh, California or Nashville or New Orleans, where there is a lot of competition. And like at the beginning, I think like the competition was like, oh, I'll add unique kind of features. Right. Like I'll do a nice wall. And then now there's people in like Orlando that like the nice wall is an entire room that is teamed with like glow in the dark paint. So that keeps escalating. Right. So people are like, okay, what else can I do? Right. And they're like, I'll add bikes. And then people are like, yeah, but that becomes the norm. So like the thing that is interesting about our industry is like the norm keeps raising and going higher and higher. 
and then the expectations of the guest of what used to be like over the top is now what people expect and nobody nobody minds so before i think the psychology of the travel was like this is a cheaper alternative and now it's like i'll pay for uniqueness i don't even care right yeah. give me something that is convenient and unique and it's going to be a great experience for my family especially after covid right people are like i've been waiting so long to re reunite and travel what's an extra 120 bucks right yeah. if you're a, a group of five guys or girls right like you go to new orleans and there's the box with the wigs and the, and the bids and everything else and then you just go out and you're ready ready to go out and it's it's amazing um I mean, yeah this is what adding a store it's exactly what you're saying people are like well i already put in the hot tub you know i already put in this other thing but sharing a picture of a store in your listing it's essentially saying i've done the curated shopping for you and ooh, i want to shop all that stuff right so i don't i mean it's fun to go out places but a lot of people they go to an airbnb to go to the airbnb and not to go you know that's their whole experience but it, it, it will be a tipping point, particularly in places like Joshua Tree where there's tons of beautiful spaces, but oh, I can buy a bunch of stuff in this space is, is huge, right? And also things like, um, oh, I forgot my phone charger. Oh, I can use that. It's just a little added thing. Um, you know, something else you said too is, is rentals, right? Um, I'm always wary of, um, you know, insurance issues with stuff like bikes and surfboards, but hosts do say, I will add these things as extras. You know, some things, some things are just a level of hospitality that you shouldn't be selling, right? You're not going to be, you shouldn't be tacky about it. You should have a, you know, level of hospitality commensurate with your space clearly. So yeah, sure. You should leave out a bottle of wine. You should leave out some chocolates or whatever it is. But um, as we all know, if you leave a phone charger, it's, it's gone. Right. And you're like $20 out on your phone charger. But um, all of these little extra things that go above and beyond because people are on vacation also, they don't. And I'm the same way. I'm totally guilty of buying me like, $11 Voss water out of the mini bar and regretting it the next day. But people are super stoked that you have all of these extra things to choose from. Well, that's when I think, I know for me and the more I read about sales psychology and everything else, like when you're on vacation, you're just in the mindset that you're going to spend money, right? Like it, yeah. maybe you wouldn't drink the $11 bottle of Voss when you're home, but if you're on a nice vacation, you're in the mood and you're just relaxed, you're like, I'm going to treat myself. So what are some of those little things that would just help up the ante, right? And so I love the concept. And um, like, I know for me, like when we, when we were doing some due diligence last month, I stayed at a property right across the street from where we were buying just to get a feel for the neighborhood. And like, we got there and there were just a lot of little things missing, which were really annoying. Like even the Keurig was missing. And then the host was like, oh, sorry, it's broken. We, I'll bring over another one and they brought it, but then there was no coffee. I'm like, if I had to, I would have paid for the coffee if that was the case, but like, give me something like, you know, just like little things that just would have made my life easier. Same thing with water. Like I would have paid for water. Instead I got there at midnight and then had to leave to go to the, to the gas station to buy water. You know, mm -hmm. like that stuff yeah. is just annoying as a traveler. And I yeah. think what people don't, sorry, Annie, but like what people don't realize on that thing is it doesn't make the experience worse but then you'll never make the experience great like does that make sense it's people like it, it doesn't matter like the rest of the place is clean everything else is nice but just the annoyment of it it's gonna jade the overall experience and that's something that one of my mentors taught me at the very beginning is like the little details of the cleaning are so much more important because if the little details are done they don't start looking 
But what I do myself, especially, I come from like a slightly OCD mother. So like I'm used to this, right? It's just like the moment I go in somewhere and I feel that the place is not clean, I will find evidence that the place is not clean, right? It's going to be like, there is no doubt about it, right? And like, I'll get into bed and be like, this feels gross. And maybe the bed is clean, right? Maybe it looks clean, but just my mindset is gone. And then you can catch me again, right? Like it, it, it doesn't, like once you go through the initial period, you can catch me again. Like even if you come in and you clean and everything else, maybe I won't leave you a bad review just because I'm not that type of person, but I'm not leaving you a good review. Yeah. You know, so it's so important. Sorry, Annie, you were going to say something. Oh, no, those little things, um, they add, those good little things, they add up. But if you're in an Airbnb after Coachella, the morning after, and they have Advil and Gatorade for sale, I so many times I've been like, I would pay $40 if they had Advil and Gatorade in this house right now. Or, or I have two little kids, sand toys. I'm not going to pack sand toys. And I'm like, I would give my kingdom for some sand toys right now, right? Um, and that creates that emotional response that's larger than even the item available. It's like, oh, this is so awesome that they have this. And it makes you want to stay there again. Uh, and it makes you want to let people, other people know that you had that great experience. Mm. In your experience, and I know this is going to vary widely based on market and size of the property, but what do you think are some of the most, some of your top sellers, I would say? Um, I love this question because this is such great data too, just for the hospitality industry. So things that are big sellers are um, phone chargers, uh, water snacks, um, yoga mats. I don't know why that is, but sure. Okay. I've been um, guilty of buying pain. one while on they're, vacation, actually. I'm they're not a pain. Same. I buy one every time they're a pain. <laughs> you can pack them. So I yeah. either buy them new or I buy them brand new before leaving. And I keep them in the Amazon wrapping because then, you know, I have a big Excel Manduka yoga mat. I can't travel with that anywhere. And yeah. I try to travel one and it hurts me because it's too, too thin. So I buy them everywhere I go and then I just leave them places. Yeah. There you so go. that's, that's why. Yeah. And I guess you don't want to use someone else's yoga mat, right? Yeah. So, awesome. yeah. yeah. Um, right. Things that have uh, been surprising that have been big sellers. And we figured this out pretty quickly, which is so great, is that things that contribute to the experience that aren't just not, not just like a hotel minibar. You know, as I said earlier, people often go to an Airbnb for the experience of that Airbnb rather than I'm just having somewhere to stay and my experience is the city, right? So um, things like uh, paper spa face masks are a huge seller. Um, microwave popcorn, extra firewood, robes, because they get there, you know, they an hour, you know, most hosts automate a message an hour after check-in because the guests have got there, they know where the lights are, but it's too early for dinner. They're like, what are we, what are we going to do now? Right. Um, they see the store and they're like, oh, I know what we're doing tonight. We're putting on those robes. We're getting our face masks. We're getting our popcorn. And that's their whole evening. Right. So anything. And like our hosts in New Orleans have said, even if it's not Mardi Gras, if you have Mardi, like Mardi Gras stuff or hats or something, people love that kind of stuff or s'mores kits. If you're in a cozy place, a red or a yellow beanie, because people want to Instagram with it. Anything that just reinforces, and I'm sure you're going to talk about th this a lot, um, the experience of that Airbnb and adds to it. Mm. Are you? I mean, I think you're one of my all-time favorite guests. 
I don't know if it's just <laughs> your energy or just overall how surprising. Because what I what I love about being part of the show is that a lot of the times I have no idea who our guest is. So I'm equally as excited when you guys come on. And like your energy is awesome. So I already loved that from the beginning. But it's just the idea, like the possibilities within what you guys have made, I find super exciting, right? So, and, and I think it's just like such a great weapon for hosts to have to make extra money and really create a crafty experience and help the local community too. Because I'm here thinking I'm like, I could add my massage therapist on there. And like, she's, she's amazing and she's a single mom. So I know she would make a killing. My own personal mother is a yoga teacher, right? Like, all of those things could be embedded in there as part of these larger experiences. And I think it's, it's just going to add the extra income for people that it's going to make this industry even more amazing for you. Um, first of all, thank you. That made my day. Um, second of all, yeah, I agree. I think, well, our point is more money for hosts with less hassle. Um, when we started this, even prior to making the technology, we just started talking to tons of, tons of hosts that say, I want something that's automated, that's really easy to use, where I make more money. Because obviously you need to do less work than you're doing now. And how can we do this in a really streamlined way to make it easy? Um, and then we also think about lo recommending local products in different cities. So what are those local products? What are those local makers? How can we switch that up if it's like um, Black History Month? Maybe it's only black makers that month in the cities that we have products that ship, right? Um, the other thing that is really important to us is uh, right now we're in the US only, but globally staying in so many places around the world, I've like, you know, stayed with aunties in their extra room in so many places around the world. And I'm like, I would totally buy their grandkids handicrafts, right? But I don't speak their language. I don't share their currency. And I would rather buy water from them than someone down the street and you know, if you're if you're if that person is making twenty dollars extra booking, that's pretty game changing, you know, in places around the world. So that's that's our larger goal in the space too. Mm. Where where that. my head goes with this from the business side is <clears throat> how do I get branded phone chargers so that when they go home and they're using them, they're always thinking of my place or branded mugs or tumblers and stuff like that so yes you're increasing your revenue but then you're also adding to your marketing that they're going to carry this thing around everywhere with them and think of you or like hey while you're here if you want to book your next day we'll throw in a free branded hoodie or just like yeah. stuff like that to incentivize future business on top of the great guest experience because to order a custom phone charger maybe it's a dollar or two more so instead of 15 bucks you charge 17 or 20 or whatever, like people are still going to pay it if they need the charger. So yeah. taking it to that branded level as well of like, okay, I can just order a bunch of this stuff on, you know, there's a million of those sites that you can order them in bulk. And like you said, you just keep them on site and then now you've got branding to go with it. Yeah. Candles. I've heard from a lot of people that um, a lot of hosts that they want to do branded candles. Uh, you know, you don't, you generally want to have candles in your Airbnb, but if you have them in your store, people will take them home in a heartbeat or because people want souvenirs, right? They want an emotional connection to that space anyway. So, I mean, I've bought, make them high quality, but I've just bought so many things while on a trip because I'm primed to spend more where I'm like, I just want something, even if I don't like that thing that much that has a memory of that trip. hundred yeah. percent. What's funny is like 
knowing the psychology does not help you not not fall for it and it's the most frustrating thing right because also like in general like I get upset sometimes I'm like I know this is me like this is all me like I'm just making this happen I'm like you know better but it still happens um question for you do you guys see yourself going into the actual creation of like hardware as well and what I mean by that is like for example I think about like lockers right have you seen those new like Amazon Mm -hmm. lockers that they have everywhere and you can just like punch in a code so kind of like because some things what I'm thinking about I'm like it would be awesome if there was an actual like huge kind of closet somewhere in the Airbnb that people can just be like I bought this and then you punch in the code and the thing opens and it's almost like an Amazon package is there waiting for you is that um, something where you guys are going to or, or how, how do people work around that? Like if they want to have a couple of things. Yeah, um, it's kind of a two-parter answer. Um, one, in terms of the lar- like a large lockbox, right? Uh, like a clear lockbox. It's so, it's so funny. Ask the universe and the universe will deliver. One of our uh, newest investors is like, oh yeah, we invested in a company that, uh, that does like um, auto unlocking of boxes and they're using it for front porch shipping, right? But you can use them for anything you want. You can do um, a fingerprint, you can do a code. So what we can do is um, say to, you know, in the checkout instructions for the guest, hey, your items are ready, code one, two, three, four. So I think in the next year, we'll experiment in some markets with those um, is one thing. The second thing is other hardware. So our intention is to work first with hosts who have, one, two, three, four, five to 10 rentals, right? And make it exceptionally easy. I think, you know, there've been other people who have said, oh yeah, we have an iPad and iPad has things on it. So it's pre-programmed, but um, that's a pretty big expense for hosts. uh, And often they get stolen, right? Or they get broken. Um, So our intention was how can anyone in the world use this and start in two minutes to get started? Uh, And then exploring more things down the line. It's we're looking at this and I'm sure you guys are looking at it like this too, but you know, we've got over 10,000 hosts in our community. We have a blog, uh, which is all about really getting started. It's a little bit, it's all about those simple tips and, you know, mistakes you can make, et cetera. Uh, but we're looking at this as we are, so there's 10 million plus listings, right. In the world. I think it's growing. It's probably, you guys probably know more about this than I do. It's growing really, really fast. Right. Um, but short-term rental companies they position hosts as like like kumbaya like we're in this to make friends you know like oh i just want to meet new people around the world right um and that's even though that is a wonderful part of it i mean you're 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 in business even if you have one one unit right you are you are running a small business you're running a boutique tiny boutique hotel um and you're a business person so how do we step in and this is our first technology probably of several and say we're here to support these 10 million small business owners with all of the technology they need uh, and all of the resources they need to continue growing. So that's our overall brand is, is that. And new things I think in the next couple of years will come up of more ways that we can do that. 100%, 100%, I love it. Well, uh, I want to be respectful of your time, but before we get into the last question, first, I want to acknowledge you and thank you for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. Had a lot of fun. And um, thank you for putting all this together. I'm sure that this was not an easy lift to design and get all this stuff built. And, you know, as a fellow entrepreneur, I know 
all the blood, sweat, and tears that it goes into growing a business. So kudos to you guys for pulling this off. And um, where can folks get in touch with you and learn more about the host company? So we are at www.thehost.co is our uh, website. And you can find us on Instagram at the host company as well. In fact, at this point, if you type in the host company, you're likely to get, get some of our stuff too. We're also on Pinterest uh, and we are on all the other social channels, but check out our website uh, and sign up. We have an early adopter wait list to get on the platform and we're rolling it out now. We're rolling out our 1.0 platform. Uh, so we should be getting through that wait list pretty quickly. That's great. That's yeah. great. Yeah, I'm already on the wait list. I just put there. <laughs> this is awesome, you guys. This is seriously, I've got a day full of meetings after this and none of them will be this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm you're, glad to hear that. You're welcome to come to back that. to hang out with us anytime you want. I feel cool. like there is, with all of the experience that you've had, and I think there would be such a like vast amount of knowledge that you can bring to our our listener base on so many different avenues. So I think it was it was a great show. Super grateful that you came on. Wonderful. Um, and I'll be listening it. in for all the tips. I love the guesty one recently too. So awesome. Awesome. Well, the last question that we like to ask all of our guests is what is your number one secret to success with short-term rentals? Well, I think you've had so many good ones that I have to say adding a host coast store just to plug it. <laughs> but um, it is besides paying attention to detail uh, and also responding to your guests in a timely way and listening to your guests. I'm giving you guys a bunch, but listening, your guests will tell you what they want. They'll tell you what's wrong. And a lot of people never, like they don't go and stay in their space every few months post. They don't really listen to the guests and that's where they're failing is that. So our whole thing is we listen to guests and that they wanted to buy stuff. And that's where we, where we are today. I love it. I love yeah. it. Well, Annie, thank you again so much for your time today. Really appreciate it. Really enjoyed the show and uh, we'll definitely be in touch. Wonderful. So, best of luck with everything. Thank you so much. Happy holidays, guys. Happy right, guys. holidays. Bye. Bye. everybody. Bye-bye. Hey, STR Nation, if you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to hit that subscribe button and leave us a review. And in the comments, let us know what topics you want us to cover on upcoming episodes, and we'll make sure to get that in the books for you. And if you really want to learn how to launch, automate, and scale your short-term rental business, if you want to go deeper, then check out our free masterclass at strsecrets.com.